And Mallow, I feel like for the cold open, we should we should just take something from the book. Yikes. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. yeah. Start the theme music. Good enough. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I didn't have anything, so I wanted you to do it. I'm blank. <laughs> Point blank. It was your book, your though. Story this is your favorite story blank. in the world. Yeah, I'm like, like Malu, like, like face acted. I'm like, does she not know this is audio? I did not know. No, Malu, <laughs> no insert face action here. Yeah. <laughs> For the listeners' sake, Malu pulled like a really like like what can I compare that to? A real like. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, a real Rodney Dangerfield. Ooh. That, good one. I was trying to. I was going to say this is how my brain works. I was going to say Peter Sellers, and my brain went to Peter Weller's. Sure. So <laughs> just like RoboCop, she pulled a RoboCop face. Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome, dear listener readers. Hello, everyone. To Slow Readers. Your weekly fast-paced literature podcast. Brought to you by Top Count Radio. Here, the conversation is always on books. It's always on reading. It's always on words on the page. It's always on bad internet connections. It's always on... Uh, soft bites that leave scars. It's always on wanting your partner to be very still and not move or respond. It's always on <laughs> wet black filth. It's always uh, it's uh, all right. I'm trying to, anything else that is like a little too like I can make reference to that. That's a little too dark. Even though I already brought up necrophilia. Yeah, you did. Uh, this is an. <laughs> This is the only out there in America or the world, the only expliterate podcast. This is expliterature at its finest. We yeah. are the bad boys of comedy literature podcasting. You're not going to catch those dudes at, oh, sorry, the, the ladies, at reading glasses say words like fuck. And I'll call them dudes because you know what? They don't say words like boobies. Truth. Yeah. Trubies. Trubies, yeah. uh, and and um, and yeah. So, uh, oh man, I, no, I was building myself up to do a, a, a Joker reference, and then you kind of took in a different direction. So I'm <laughs> I'm really lost. Yeah, oh, I cut boy. you off at the pass. Uh, who and what are you, young sir? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian. Every now and again, I'm a writer and a podcast producer. Co-host, who are you? I'm Dana Gonzalez, an author, <laughs> an author, an audio editor, and writer. And Yay. and this is the this is the show we do called Slow Readers. Yeah. If this is your fucking bag, mm -hmm. if you're into this insanity, this post-Christmas nutsness, um, go to Apple Podcasts and give us a star rating and a review. Mm -hmm. We need your reviews to grow, listeners. Yeah, we need we need reviews from people out there like uh oh my god, I forgot his name. <laughs> like our, our, our show's best friend. Oh, Felix Taylor? Felix Taylor. I was going to... Troll Widow? I, I was seriously stuck in my head, like, I was going to call him uh, Terry Pratchett. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Pratchett? They're all English, whatever. Long dead Terry Pratchett? Oh my god, yeah, long dead Terry Pratchett, who was going to be on the show. Yeah. Um, Or you can be like our good, or you can be like our good friend, Malu, who just, you know, was here for the very start, and then was like, peace out, I'm out of here, y'all. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do with this shit. Big she loser energy. Big loser energy. Big loser. L. You know what? Not to get too far ahead. Not to get too far ahead, especially because, like, uh, 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 you know, like we, we've yet to introduce the, our, our our guests here, but like we ha we have like a real showdown coming for the games section. Mm -hmm. Two long-standing rivals and nemeses. True. And, and deep you know, rivals. You know what? One of them is still uh, uh, showed up for the fight, and the other one bailed. The other one was a coward about it. Yeah. Uh, for guest number one, who and what are you? 
I am Katie Kamatz. I'm one of the co-hosts for The Other Co-Host is Missing of AP Film, <laughs> taught by film school professionals. I'm a writer, I'm a director, I'm a filmmaker, and I'm on Slow Readers today because we read slow. Ooh. Yeah, you are. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we write slow. Yay. And uh, guest number two, who, what are you? It's me, brother. It's me, Malibarone. Is here to take on Katie Kometz. Oh, shit. You know what? I'm going to be you this time. She's <laughs> she's currently in the waiting room. Oh, here she, here she, she is. is. I hope she's been oh, in the wait. waiting room oh. for like eight minutes. No, I've, I had my eye on it the whole time. Let's I'm, all pre- I'm, I'm manning the Zoom. Wait, wait, wait. Let's all pretend we're talking about her when she comes back. Well, I mean, we are. Uh, but we, we were. We are. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to let's, let's just keep doing it then. Yeah. Let's just keep talking shit. All right. Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, so, so you know what I hate about Mel? Worst yeah. guests so on many the show. So many who, who Who won that fucking gatekeeper by the skin of her teeth and by a technicality rather than true like sports? Yo, yeah, oh, oh shit, she's up. back. I won oh, fair and square. Mel literally sucks. She texted <laughs> you are, me. You are looking charming as always if oh, you're strange black you. background and and dots for a head. <laughs> No, <laughs> thank Mallor you so re- much. Mallor got replaced Nervously by a logo. Nervously laps yes. into the microphone. <laughs> That's me. I'm She's a logo. <laughs> hey, I kept Guess recording. Guess not going to win that. today by technical specifications. It's Mallow. Can Mallor. I literally technical drag you through the mud? <laughs> I couldn't remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big talk from a black screen. Yeah. <laughs> Mallow, come on, Mallow. Mallow Can't you even show not. your face? Mallow, please no. actually introduce yourself. Hi, um, I'm the girl with the bad Wi-Fi, um, and uh, this is Mel Mirones. I'm from AP Film, taught by film school professionals. I am the best professor there. <laughs> Katie sucks. Um, and yeah, that's me. I like movies, I like books, and that's what I'm here for. Um, so uh, first off, it's so cool to have both of y'all together because hey. we've had each of you here. Katie has been a frequent guest since like 2012 or whatever She's gone again. we started. <laughs> What? <laughs> She's gone. Okay. We talk too much trash. She couldn't handle it. We talk too mm-hmm. much trash. But yeah, right. I've, well, I'm I'm pretty sure I've guessed it on here since about 2002 ish. So it's it's fun to be back. Yeah, fun yeah to be back. pretty much. Roughly, when, like when, when you were a small child. That's right. You were, you were here for our, our really uh, our notable uh, uh, 9/11 episode. Yeah. I think, so. No. Yeah. That was that oh, was that, that was Mel deep. Was back. That was Mal's back. <gasps> 9-11? <laughs> yeah, 9-11. <laughs> That's what she comes in on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Malu. Um, Malu like, kicks a door open and shouts 9-11. <laughs> 9-11? Every time, time Malu leaves, we need to be talking about 9-11 when she yeah. comes back. <laughs> Um, no, I was saying, Malu, it was nice to have it was nice to have both of you both of you here. I was saying to Slow Readers Gang, thank you guys so much for having us back on. We're really excited about it. I'm excited to have the four of us bring an entirely new kind of chaotic energy to this episode. So, absolutely, Ab- yeah. This is this is going to be a fun, chaotic, very messy sh- show to edit. <laughs> yes. Uh, that said, and um, that's what your show's all about: big chaotic energy. Yeah, and honestly, the story that we're going to talk about really matches the energy. I think. Oh my god! Absolutely, it does. <laughs> it's gonna, it's like it's gonna be like this, but with dark fetishes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yep. don't know what else to say. It. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, speaking of uh, okay, so speaking of which, we should probably get into it. I, uh, I suppose. But uh, because I just want to do some small re, I did a little research on Neil Gaiman, uh, and I should also say that Malu, who's here again, uh, Malu Yay. selected 
Hello. <laughs> Mallow selected Hello. the story that we're going to be talking about. What's the title of the, the story that we read, Gabe? Uh, good question. You got <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, she's going yeah, in and out. Snow glass apples. Snow glass apple. Okay. Apples. Z. Okay. Yeah, that's a name I'll I'll always forget. Seriously, mm-hmm. this is always going to be in my head. The the snow the Snow White story without Neil Gaiman. Wait, question? Because yeah. I don't visually remember it. Is it snow comma glass comma apples or is it all adjectives describing the last word? All commas. Was it commas? Snow comma glass it's, comma it's adge- It has commas okay, in the middle. I thought it was periods for some reason. Because nope. yes. they are nouns. That's it good. ain't it ain't some night sleep <laughs> death stars. Yeah, it's not that that bullshit. Not that fucking nonsense. Um so before yeah. we talk about this story, and we should uh, we should actually probably get to it. Um but uh, I want to do I did a l- small research on Neil Gaiman, which we actually kind of did already. Yay. Well, because here's the thing. Uh a couple months ago, a few months ago probably at this point, um we have we have one second, let me turn my volume down. Uh, we have uh, previously done uh, the the <laughs> Sandman audio book slash drama, um, where basically who was it was Derek Diggs, is that his name? Oh, Dirk. Uh, Dirk. Dirk Diggs. something. Dirk. One second. I actually have a Dirk written Diggler. Down. I was just about to <laughs> Dirk say Diggler. that. Dirk Diggler. Yeah. It's a, it's a fake home, the hometown Dimidon. I like that, Mal. Thank you, Malo, for being able to laugh at that joke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what that Dirk is, Mags. and I love it. Dirk Mags. I said Dirk Skaggs for some reason. Yeah, whatever. It's all a fake name. Yeah, it's um, fucking ridiculous. He sounds like a character from like a Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett story or some damn thing. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, so so like we've covered him before. We've covered arguably his most famous uh, uh, piece of, of, of literature. Yeah, the old game master. Um, but it's been it's been a little bit. I'm just gonna give some small some small little mm-hmm. details about. <laughs> some small little details about Neil Gaiman, uh, but then I'll throw it to Gabe because I think you'd actually did when we covered him. You did the research on Neil Gaiman, and I did it on Dirk Mags. Oh yeah, that sounds right yeah. actually. Either that or nobody did research on Neil Gaiman. <laughs> I, I apparently I was like, oh, I did the research for that, and I only did Dirk Mags. Yeah, I think I did the Neil Gaiman research. Okay, so yeah, but uh, I had like just some small things. I only had so much time. Plus, like, uh, I feel like we've been talking about Neil Gaiman for like a month now. Um, for good reason, because uh, he was mentioned when we talked about Ursula K. Le Guin. Yeah. Uh, because um, he Neil Gaiman was a huge fan of her, and I think he introduced her into some kind of like fancy schmancy like sci-fi fantasy legacy thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, Neil, uh, Neil Gaiman helped uh, f- uh, discover Susanna Clarke, my favorite fantasy writer. Yeah. Um, also, those two are the same age. Really? Uh, yeah, that's the interesting thing about how like Clarke is like slightly older than you kind of expect her to be, hmm. but like but Neil Gaiman. Also, just isn't very young anymore, you know. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. He he was like you know, he he made it big in the nineties. So yeah. That, that you know, that he, says it all. He was around in the eighties. One of my big things is that his first book came out in the eighties, which was a biography of Duran Duran. Duran Duran, baby. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna give some <laughs> a little bit of research. Uh, oh yeah, I have some, yeah. I have some more Neil Gaiman. I, I just I finally scrolled to my Neil Gaiman research. Also, I heard Malice say really. You're saying really to the fact that Neil Gaiman's still alive. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, just want to speak as Malu? Yes. Oh, if you give me permission to, I will. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Malu, whenever you need to say something and it's not happening, just text Katie and Katie will, will pretend to be you. Of course. Real quick, uh, Neil Gaiman, he's English. Uh, wow. So, <laughs> some of his favorite books as a kid were <laughs> Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, The Chronicles of Narnia, Batman, 
And the first two books of the Lord of the Rings series. Funnily enough, um, apparently... Just the first two? Yeah, in the... when he was Does a he, like, fuck Return of the King? No, he, <laughs> when he was a kid, his uh, school library had the first two books of the trilogy. He didn't have the third one. So he read the first two books many, many, many times because he just didn't have access to the third one. I see. Uh, uh, Neil Gaiman also, when he was, like, like a teen or, like, maybe young man, he read a copy of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, mm. which at this point he was like, oh, fuck, I love comics. Comics is a thing. <laughs> and then he started going to the, uh, the London... Uh, uh, location for Forbidden Planet, famous comic store. Fun. Um, other other childhood uh, heroes are Ursula K. Le Guin. Harley, Who? Ursula, she, Ursula K. Le Guin. She did... Um, I was trying to come up with the monster work. That's not funny. <laughs> what? That's not funny. Uh, Harlan Ellison, Lord Dunsany. Hey, that guy keeps showing up. Uh, Alan Moore, Mary Shelley, and Edgar Allan Poe. Yay. Uh, yeah, his first book was a biography of Duran Duran. Um, and here's the funny thing. Like, he was actually a, a heavy, like, he wrote, like, like lots of, like, articles and interviews and such for British magazines and newspapers uh, until he became disillusioned with, like, British newspapers. Sure. Um, but yeah, apparently he was offered. As we all did. Unfortunately, yeah, as with <laughs> British papers especially. Mm-hmm. Um, he was offered and declined and offered to work especially for Penthouse Magazine. Hey. Yeah. Which I was like. Yeah, I wouldn't be excited to do that. If it was Playboy, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Playboy has like a little <laughs> bit of like like pen. Yeah, he can clearly work for Playboy. For it. What's that? Oh, I I said he can clearly work for Playboy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't know. This is like heavier even for Penthouse. I don't know. Also, like yeah, so like this is like in the eighties, like before he became quote unquote like really big. Um, yeah, like around the same time, he also, he published like one of his earliest books was Don't Panic, the official Hitchhiker's Guide to the uh, Galaxy Companion, Yeah, which was like a guide to the actual, like the world and stories of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series, uh, which is, which I believe was done in like a very tongue in cheek kind of like dry British humor way. That, that would make sense. That's like, you know, the Hitchhiker's Guide books are actually are. Yeah. And around this time, he, he also like, he met Terry Pratchett and like started working with him on like the books that he would eventually do with Terry Pratchett. The Pratch. Books I have no idea what they are because I've never read a single Terry Pratchett story. Yeah, That's neither. good. I've always been curious. Yeah. Are, are any of y'all big Terry Pratchett fans? I have no idea who that is. At all? No. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Bro, they Malu, didn't make any, us any read books in college. <laughs> yeah, Malu, have you read any Terry Pratchett? Are you, are you familiar or a fan? Mm, have I? I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think I have. Let me check. Wait. He, he is well he is well known and popular. Like he's like Oh a, yeah, he's very yeah. popular. If you like, you know, casual fantasy and comedy, basically he's like Douglas Adams, except he's more more comedy. More he, more fantasy he's, than he's he like is sci fi. Patreon is like a mix between Douglas Adams and oh, like, wait. Ter- Terry Brooks. Is he the one that co wrote Good Omens with him? Yes. Oh he did? Yep. Yeah, Terry oh, Project co wrote Good Omens. Oh. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, I haven't read the actual book, but I did watch the show and I do like his writing. They're fun together. He's dead, sadly, but eh. oh yes, he's dead. Oh, he did. Yeah. I've been used to read the first. I feel like if I got into his books, I'd get in deep. But I've always, I've like for decades, I would go to like the library in my hometown, try to find the first book in a series, The Color of Magic. Mm-hmm. Could never mm-hmm. find it. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a Discworld series. That's what mm-hmm. that's a, that's a, that's the thing we've been looking for. Um, and yes, uh, shortly shortly after Gaiman started a friendship with Alan Moore, uh, mm-hmm. who we've covered before, right? Yeah. Well, we had a whole Watchmen podcast. Yeah, we, we did. did that. We did. That's I was right. There. That's what I was say. Like, what did we do? I forgot. Yeah, we that. had a, we had a third co-host there. I think it was Malu. I think it was Malu. Uh-huh. 
Sounds she right. She wasn't there for most, half the time. <laughs> Why, yes, uh, I <laughs> was there. And I enjoyed it greatly. I'm sorry. I don't sound like oh. that. <laughs> Fuck right off. You're a, Malu's a southern belle. You sound yeah, exactly like that. Belle. And she'll get, well, she'll get dumber as me, Malu Marone. I really want to leave. Malu kind of... Malu Marone. <laughs> Mello hears herself doing like this cool Daria voice, but but she doesn't realize to us she sounds like uh, a like yeah a character from the Spoils of Babylon. Thank you, guys. Uh, love it. <laughs> so sweet. That's, that's my go-to reference. Um, uh, yeah, so so he started working. He, he became friends with Alan Moore, and then he started uh, he started working on a Miracle Man after Moore uh, kind of like stopped working on it himself. Cool, Gabe. You know Miracle Man. Tell I us do. a little history about Miracle Man, if you don't mind. Miracle Man is basically the weird, long bastardization of what Captain Marvel was when it got switched to other countries. So it was a famous, famous run, one of the darkest and most popular runs, one of those runs that changed the history of comics, called Miracle Man or Marvel Man. It was originally Marvel. Man. But for obvious legal reasons, it had to be a miracle man. <laughs> so Alan Moore did a famous run of it where um, this classic golden age hero discovers that he's um, he and his buddies have all been actually been horribly experimented mm -hmm. on. And there's this dark, like, Ricky O punching going on. Yeah, and it was kind of like a proto kind of like Watchmen slash like... Yeah. Like superhero stories for adults. Yeah. That it's kind a of dark thing. analysis um, uh, and subversion yeah. of superhero stories. Uh, and so, uh, and then, and then shortly after that, he was wor he worked on like a bunch of different projects uh, and started working with his his most frequent and most worst collaborator, David McKean. Michael McKean. <laughs> Michael McKean. No, David McKean. Oh, Spinal Tap. I love Michael McKean. Yeah, uh, I, love, I, love that I do not like David McKean. I do not care for David McKean. <laughs> uh, and then Karen, we'll explain what David McKean is in a moment. Uh, Kevin Burke, uh, Karen Berger, Berger or Burger. Let's say Burger uh, from the DC owned Vertigo said went to Gaiman and was like, "Hey Gaiman, do you mind taking like an old character we don't use and like kind of like redoing him and like just do whatever you want with the character?" Can you overly describe his boots in every screen? <laughs> I bet he does. It's like you love goth fashion. Uh, yeah, clearly, can you t pretend if pretend if this guy was like the gothest dude in the world? It's like yeah, like the, the the editor was like, "Hey Neil, do you mind making like remaking Sandman?" And Neil's like, "I don't know." Can I make him Robert Smith of the Cure? <laughs> and the editor can, was can like, "Can I make Can I make him look like Robert Smith from the Cure and also myself?" Yeah. That was so close. And, and, and weirdly enough, the editor was like, uh, "Only if you do that." <laughs> high five. High five. <laughs> high five. And can his sister be deaf? Yeah. yeah. Good times. What I'm is this Neil, Neil, Guy, Neil Gaiman, Alan Rickman combination accent you're yeah. doing? <laughs> it sounds exactly Listen. like Alan Rickman in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do y'all know what... Uh, Neil Gaiman sounds exactly like Severus Snape. Do y'all know what <laughs> Neil Gaiman sounds like when he talks? Yeah. Wait, no, yeah, Mello, you listened to his Masterclass, right? Yes. He, you, was, you watched it? It was fucking riveting, if I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. The man is very interesting to, to listen to. He's super creative. It was yeah. nice. Dude. Uh, I haven't listened to that one. I've been meaning, or did I? I maybe I started it. I, don't, I forgot. But I, I watched the I watched the Joyce Kell Oates one. Of course, of course did. I did. Speaking <laughs> of, she's so cool. Speaking of Ms. Oates, I am staring what? at my copy of Haunted that you gave me. It's right. Yay! It's right in my little bookshelf here. Oh. Yeah, Yay. I totally forgot I gave. <laughs> All right, now I'm glad you have. It. I'm glad you're in, you're you're looking at. She's coatsin. You're coatsin it. Coatsin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, coats the oatsin. No, I was going to say that, uh, I'm sorry, up. real quick, not to, not to go on about it, but like, no, his voice, he has like that weirdly kind of like deep voice. It's not like a, it's not a hard English accent. I wish I knew the, what kind of English accent it is, but like. Does not... he sound like Eliza Doolittle? Exactly like her. 
He sounds like uh, every t- when I was, when we were, I said this when we were covering uh, Neil Gaiman for uh, the Sandman audiobook. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, who is that? David Thewlis narrating this book? No, no, and it's not. It was the game. It's Gaiman. Mm-hmm. He has a who super soothing voice, in my opinion. Just very he chill, really very laid back. It's very nice. Yeah, I want to hear him read this story aloud. Yeah, <laughs> I do not. Uh, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> He, um, no, yeah, so, like, also in brief, like, yeah, Gaiman, Gaiman is huge, he, uh, I'm trying to compare him, he's almost like, he's like the Stephen King in England, essentially, where he's, he's very, like, involved, he's, like, a celebrity name, yeah. and, like, you know, probably, like, there's a lot of books out there where, like, it's, like, we need a pull cut from uh, Neil Gaiman, that's gonna make it sell, Yeah. you know, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, uh, so, no, Ga- he's, he is a legend. Gabe, do you have anything necessarily you want to add from like your previous research, like that? No, you got it. Let's not go into the sordid stuff about his family life. Y- yeah, like it's <laughs> you can talk you can talk about him all day or very briefly. It's kind of yeah. Like, he's, he's a, a really subject. interesting guy, especially like his family history of Scientology, which you know he is devoutly not, mm-hmm. but his like sister to this day is like a Scientologist like manager or something. Oh, wait, he, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Nice. Very interesting. Not Piqued my ideal. interest. Those Christmases must be something. <laughs> They're gonna be fun. Woo. Um, yeah. That's it. Let's let's let us our guests. Um, uh, Katie and Kamets, because I know Malu probably totally loves Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nerd. Katie, what is your history with 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 old Gaiman? I don't, do you, what do you know about Neil Gaiman, if anything? I don't think I know anything about him. Sometimes I'm really bad at connecting pieces, so I wonder if I do know <laughs> anything about him, but I don't believe that I do. Um, ha- did, did he fail you in potions at Hogwarts? Yes, <laughs> he did. Katie's not How did you good know? That's she where my struggles. trauma comes from. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Has but, he, he's um, had nothing to do with uh, Harry Potter, has he? No, yeah, he has no, not. Nothing. Okay, that's kind of weird because you think that he would. How about his, maybe he had kind of like an Ursula K. Le Guin reaction, being like, "Yeah, everyone else really likes this. Uh, yeah, I mean, she does a good job. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. we did it better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, he 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 doesn't really ring what I was into at any point in my life so far. Um, the closest I got to yeah. anything fantasy related, uh, reading wise, was any like paranormal, like paranormal book in the kids section. But that's not exactly completely fantasy. <laughs> sure. It's own thing. Uh, that fits so, so Kate- well. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it match? <laughs> Adds up, uh, baby. Kate- <laughs> uh, Katie, yes. have you seen the movie Stardust? No, I haven't. Nope. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I know, I know. That's a good one. I don't think I'm ever on this show where you guys ask me a question if I've seen something. I say yes, and then you do not respond. Get the fuck out of here. I think that's that's, that's, that's how it goes. It's the sequence. That's the dynamic. That's why I keep on having you back on the show. Yes, bully me into being more educated and refined, (laughs) gentlemen. Yay. I'm not Yay. bullying you. I just was, I'm just really surprised that you essentially have had no history with Neil Gaiman. Then yeah, <laughs> um, I know, but, right? So, oh, in that case, so, Malu. So, so you are a fan. Um, how did you get into Neil Gaiman? Are you like a Sandman person? Did you like Mr. dive, Sandman. or did you get into him by the books? Um, so my first like I guess introduction to him was the film Coraline, because uh, I saw oh, yeah. it as of like when it came out. I saw it, and then my grandma got me this DVD copy of it that also had like a 3D CD. So he Ooh. came with like little 3D glasses and you could watch it and it was fucking amazing. And I was obsessed with that movie. Still am. I bet that would be really um, cool in 3D. 
it like that's the thing it's one of those movies where like when you're watching it even in 2d you can tell that it was made so that it would be amazing in 3d yeah um and the animation just really pops out of the it's fucking beautiful i'm obsessed um and then after that i read the book i i read i did his uh master class which i loved and then like i just like read small stories that he did but i haven't actually read other any other of his books other than like um Coraline. and i just have many and i just openly say all the time that i love him um and i'm <laughs> like great. in the in the process of reading more of his books so i really like him yeah yeah. Nice. You should definitely check out the Sandman's and definitely check out the Audible presentation because it's it's like the most amazing audio like audiobook audio drama experience I've ever like listened to. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been told. I've been it, told it is like cool. top notch. It's also yeah, it's it's fairly like like star studded, let's say, and um and yeah, no, uh, I've always uh in brief, uh me and Gabe kind of had like similar kind of histories with Neil Gaiman, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it at like yeah. our Sandman so, thing, but you and I were around high school, around the time you're supposed to. Read read Sandman. Mm-hmm. We read Sandman. I think Daniel is, was, has always been a bit more, um, not not cold, but a little more lukewarm on Sandman. I'm, I'm more critical about it. Okay, that's a fair I way don't, to put it. I don't, it's not that I'm cold and it's not that I don't love it. I do love it. I mean, we covered this when, I was, when we were talking the thing where it's like, I feel like I feel critical, but like when I'm with Stan, Sandman, that's uh, Sandman. 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 Uh, <laughs> Starman. With uh, starring uh, uh, William Hart. Sandman. Right? Um, Jeff featuring, Bridges. Uh, Marshall Mathers. Right, I'm ahead of you. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, but like, but I can, but I'm also, I, I love it at the same time. Like I've, I pointed out, like some of my favorite stories were stories that were covered in that audio, uh, the audio drama, which mm-hmm. was like the first three volumes, I think. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Three volumes, because um, the uh, the Midsummer's Night Dream episode, which we talked about recently as well during our Susanna yeah. Clark episode, that was like that was like issue nineteen. Yeah, that's the final issue of that volume, I think. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, so but yeah, it was a really great one. Even that, I had like some little quibbles about it, but like it's fucking Sandman, you know. Yeah, it's like talking about Watchmen, the Watchmen, or Star Wars, or The Godfather, whatever. Mm -hmm. All right, Uh, well, I'm trying to get into audio books, so should that be my first go around? It's pretty involved. It's I don't know. It's 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 well, it's, it's, it's not basically a, not an audiobook. It's an entire audio drama. I mean, check it out regardless. Um, I'm also wondering what it's like hearing that for the first time as opposed to like knowing the comics. Yeah, like reading it. I'd say do. read it first. Okay, gotcha. That's, that's just me. Uh, what you, what you should yeah we we all have like suggestions and maybe we'll, maybe we'll all think about them and each of us will suggest an audiobook to to Katie uh, because I think we can easily do that. Yay! Um, Yay! Educating <laughs> Katie again. But that's it. Katie learning. Just to to keep things moving. Um, Okay, so who wants to... Which one of you sick fucks pick the story? Yeah. (laughs) Soft porn. Soft porn. Soft porn. It was Malu. It was Uh, Malu. See, here's the thing. I knew for a fact, even though I hadn't read it, I knew for a fact that there were some sex scenes. I was for sure of that because I accidentally read part of it before I read the whole thing. And this was like months ago. Uh-huh. Um, I was skimming and I accidentally read that. And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I didn't see that plot was coming. <laughs> but then when you, I yeah, pitched you... it to you guys, I decided to not mention it just to surprise <laughs> everybody. Because, you know, I'm going to keep it fun and flirty. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> you, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> And I'm sure when you read the sex scene and you were like, you're like, oh, this necrophilia scene is super hot. I, uh, <laughs> hopefully nothing, goes, hopefully nothing's oh, going to be, nothing's going to be weirder than this, right? I didn't know there were that many. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I didn't know there were that many sex scenes. I thought it was just one. And then it just kept getting increasing. And I was like, what the fuck did <laughs> I, I get like, my moment to? I feel like the story really came second to those scenes, you know? 
I really feel like he like wrote down these like you know these little scenes he was he was thinking about, and then he was like, oh, I could really make a story out of this. <laughs> yeah. Katie, this I think this was like more his... about you. Than I don't think so, Mel. I thought this was gonna be a story with a few scenes in it. It seemed like a little bit more than that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a charming fairy tale. I also And then agree. it turned out to be Anne Rice's Sleeping Beauty series. Yes. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I did say it was going to be a darker twist on I Snow White. <laughs> I, uh, yep. Yeah, not to get too far far ahead, but uh, and also again to kind of keep this thing moving because we don't have so much time. Yeah. Um, I want to. Yeah. No, I want to say like yeah. Instead of instead, it didn't come across as erotica to me. It reminded me of something like like an Angela Carter story. Yeah. Where like it's not yeah. like arousing. No. no. It's more no, just like here's some. Here's some like real like like real old school fairy tale shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of what it felt mm-hmm. like. And um, yeah, to get into it, who wants to briefly describe the events that happens in Sleep, Death, Night, the Stars, wherever the story is called? called. Yeah. I think Mal deserves to. No, no, no. I want to hear Katie do it. Are you kidding me? You <laughs> it. This is yours, girlfriend. Katie, you have great internet connection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Comedic value and internet connection. I I'm, feel like it will work on both ends. No, she's she's <laughs> she's doing great. I'm Malu. This is your story. You go ahead. <laughs> Are you sure? Because oh, I feel like I'm you'd sure. be great. I'll chime in. I'll chime in when I feel the need to. Don't worry. I'm oh, very good okay. at that part. Well, how about Hello. last person to touch their nose uh, has to do it? We can tell <laughs> you can't see me. Yeah, that's that's what Malu I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, Malu. Malu, please tell us what happens in brief in the story Snow Glass Apples by Neil Gaiman. Okay, well, strap in, because this is a fucking ride. Um <laughs> The story is set, it's Snow White, but it's still from the Queen's perspective, because you know what? She gets a voice too. Um, and in this version of the story, the queen is not only the central character, but also sort of the heroine, and Snow White is a vampire. And it makes sense. You know, super pale skin, fucking blood, lips. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, so the queen is essentially growing with Snow White as her stepdaughter. Uh, slowly but surely, she starts realizing that there's some fucked up shit going on, uh, mainly after Snow White bites her <laughs> and sucks her blood out, and no one says anything Red about flag. it to her. Red flag. <laughs> after... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the king also dies, supposedly because, well, Snow White fucking drained him, um, as one does. Uh, yeah. And then it's, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. And then the queen starts slowly but surely trying to fix this, you know, send somebody to get Snow White's heart, the usual. Um, yes. But because she's a vampire, the bitch is alive. And, mm-hmm. well, I mean, she's dead. <laughs> she keeps trying to kill everybody. Then, uh, what happens then? I feel like I'm forgetting something very important. Oh, right, necrophilia. Um, <laughs> yeah. Major plot twist. Yep. <laughs> Major plot twist. Major plot twist. Uh, the queen does this whole like witchcraft thing to finally get rid of Snow White because she was eating people in the forest and that was just really messing up with the economics of the kingdom and nobody can have that. <laughs> she um, said this economy is a whack. I gotta fix this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, she got naked, got on a tower, did a whole spell on apples. As we uh, all do on sh- our Sunday evenings. Of course, yeah, the dear the Lord. Life. When we're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, finally, when the sort of killed Snow bad. White. Yeah, when the economy's really bad. Um, <laughs> sort of killed Snow White in a very vampire way, buried her under a bunch of, uh, I was about to say sand, but that's the opposite, snow. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she thought everything was fine and dandy. And then this fucking weird-ass prince came along and said, let's sleep together, but I need you to pretend to be cold and fucking dead. Um, the queen <laughs> was not into that. Move. <laughs> don't move and lay in the cold. Uh, the queen was not oh. into that, so the prince left very 
upset, very horny. Um, I <laughs> <and laughs> found a corpse in the body in the in the forest, uh, which was you know the vampire Snow White. And uh, nobody really knows what happened there. The queen just kind of guesses that uh, there was some sort of exchange with the dwarves for the body. And then a few days later, uh, the queen, by the way, keeps hanging on the heart of Snow White on top of her bed because, you know, decoration and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> when she died, it stopped beating. But now that she got, um, well, there's no other way of saying it, fucked by the preens with the necrophilia thing. Um, it was true love. She wakes kiss. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true love's kiss. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, and they're, then the prince and Snow White and their weird relationship. Yeah, that's yeah perfect for yeah. each other for she, sure. Yeah, she fucking Renfields him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they go get the queen, the prince, and Snow White, uh, and their weird ass relationship. And they put her in a little cellar, and then they cook her like a little. What was it that they ate? Was it pig? I believe it was pig. Um, yeah, she gets smothered in goose. Yeah. Fat. fat. Yeah, like yeah. A, that's, that's how they cook, uh, they roast uh, pigs, as they mentioned in the start, where they cover them in goose fat uh-huh. and cook them like that. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. then it starts getting really hot for the queen, but not in the nice way. Um, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> <And> she dies. <laughs> and, uh, the and, end. and Mal, yeah. Da, 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 da. This is your favorite Ooh. story. Uh, and, and, and yeah, again, what we've, I just want to say that we all learned so much about Mal. Yes, we did. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so, Mel, how long have you been a creep? <laughs> sure, six years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, I tell you what, before we talk about how we feel about this story, yes. what mm-hmm. we need to do is we need to go on break. All right. When we yeah. come back from that break, mm-hmm. we're going to do a game. We are. Yeah, we're going to do a game. Be a game. So, yeah. So much fun. As long as one person doesn't chicken out like a, the coward she is <laughs> and leaves. Hey, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> come on. <laughs> I lose with pride here. One of us doesn't. I'm gonna all of you. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. with pride, yeah. sure. More, more like kicking and screaming and call, yeah. call, saying mean things. Name calling. Uh, but no, we're we're gonna go out break. We're gonna, we're gonna do some games, and then after we come back from the games, we're gonna talk about our feelings. Our feels. Ooh. That's it. Feeling circle. Road to break. Boom. Welcome back. Hi. Dear listener readers. How are you? Do... Uh, celebrities. Yeah. America's Fast Space Literature <laughs> Podcast. That's us. I'm Daniel. I'm Gabe. I'm Katie. Yeah. And I'm Malu. Oh my god, yeah. Malu, you fucking... Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Stay on beat, sister. <laughs> All right. The and AP Film Girls are here. Woo. Fucking killing it. Profs, profs, profs. Hey, and uh, and this is us. That's us. <laughs> All right, stop celebrating, Katie. Jesus Sorry. fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. damn it. All right. So that said, we have a game we like to play on this show called Slow Readers. And the game the, is called Slow Readers? And the game is called Slow Readers. No, the game yes. is called Monopoly. I win. No, the ga- Anomaly? <laughs> the game is Gatekeeper. 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 The game is Malu wins. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> Tough words coming Shit. from a tough lady. That was aggressive. Oh boy. That was a uh, so everyone, yeah. <laughs> everyone, 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 okay, close your eyes. No. And then open them. Oh my god. You're trapped in a labyrinth, <gasps> a magical labyrinth. Yeah, oh, you oh look god. to either side of you. There's just a bunch of 
fucking dorks with you. Mm-hmm. You're each other. <laughs> My clothes are staying on this Your time. Your clothes are staying on this time. Don't be weird here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless Gabe. Oh no, Gabe's naked. Oh no. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, and he's late eyes. for school. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't do my homework. And he didn't do his homework. Uh, and, and standing above you is a giant demonic figure. It is the gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. He's covered Ooh. in tattoos like the guy from Crazy Town oh, in the hooray. music video. He has the stars in his shoulder. That's so good. Uh, so good. And and, and and rather than singing his favorite song, uh, the anthem of 1999, I think it was, <laughs> like 2002 or something. It was, no, it was like earlier than I thought it was. Really? I think it was 99, but like, I don't know. What's the difference? Yeah, uh, it's all the same to us. And, uh, and he, basically, you need to tell him the secret password that's going to open up all the gates that'll lead you to freedom. Woo-hoo! Whoa. But until you Woo-hoo! answer that, your life force is draining. Each of you has 10 <laughs> points. Hold mm. up your fingers to count up your, to keep track of your points so you don't lose track. And basically that to move from gate to gate as you slowly inch towards freedom, your life force is draining. And the best oh. way to win is that you need to get out with the most life force. And even though you can get out and still be alive, you want to you wanna get out and also be like the coolest one out of those other dorks, right? I am <laughs> rapidly aging. Gabe, Gabe is aging. He's getting older. And also he's naked. Yes. Um, apparently. Oh, a terrible yeah, combination. So that's it. The, mm-hmm. the the thing that you need to and I'll help you out with like the rules in case y'all don't remember gatekeeper. Uh, oh. the the thing that you need to guess to to defeat the gatekeeper is name a f- science fiction fantasy film. Okay. That is notable, not necessarily successful, not necessarily a franchise, not necessarily a failure, <laughs> not necessarily anything. It is a science fiction slash fantasy film. Okay. So that's that's Got Should it. be y'all's wheelhouses. Toy. Cool. Yeah. At least one of you know. is cool. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't Katie's <laughs> fooled us before. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry, Katie. Uh, <laughs> and so now we're going to see who's going to go first. I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 50. Katie, go first. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Gabe. Uh, 42. Malu. 38. Uh, I think Katie wins. Ooh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. uh, Katie! Guess I'm going last then. Here's the, the thing. The only you... time that Katie will win. Malu, <laughs> fuck oh, off. What did I say? <laughs> Chill oh, out. I don't care who wins as long as it's not Malu. She needs to be knocked down. Oh, my well, God. Malu's a very active trash talker. Uh, Katie. Yep. <laughs> You can you can you can help the you can help succeed right here. You can you can achieve your goals because you get to select the order that people oh. will take their turns in. So for example, if you want to go first, Malu second, Gabe third, or Gabe first, you second, Malu third, whatever you want, <laughs> what is the order? And also before we go there, I should say that again, when it's your turn, you randomly select a gate and basically you can choose to pass and lose a point or you can guess if you guess it right you you win you win the game essentially um but if you guess and guess wrong it's always two points and then the next person gets to steal before they take their actual proper turn if they guess it right you actually gain a point it's the only way you can gain a point or you can guess if you get it wrong you lose two points and then you take your turn so i'll remind y'all as the turns go but katie what is the order the fuck which which order <laughs> does Gabe have a better chance of winning? I feel like it's last because then he can oh my like God. Malu and I get to like say what's <laughs> wrong, which narrow down his answers. 
Well, it's a it's a strategy. Like technically, if Gabe goes first, and like you know, if anyone goes first and they immediately know what it is based on that thing, then right. that's that. But like, if if it is more of a challenge, or if you get unlucky, then like it might actually be stronger to go third because then you have more hints to go on. That's what yeah, I was huh? thinking, so. and I'm already. Am I already going first, and then I have to dip, like no, pick you, who's going you after? No, it's up to you. You, you can, you can decide totally if you want to go last. Totally on me. Yeah. Pick the order. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't wait to see this strategy too. not work out. <laughs> Why is she so mean? And I can't even see her face when she's this mean to me. Katie, she's mean because she's a champion. Now t- take your goddamn decision. Oh my yeah. god! Exactly. All right, um, Gabe, do you want do you want to go? Will it make it easier if you go last? That doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter to you. What are you talking about? I'm trying to make a strategy. All right. So my strategy. <laughs> Dear God. All right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Gabe go last. Okay. Malu first, me second. Oh, what a okay. surprise! Okay. All right. All right. So Malu, first off, we'll <laughs> yes. start the theme music. Hello. Malu, pick a number mm-hmm. between one through ten. Seven. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Also, I completely like made this up at the last second. So. That's good. <laughs> good, good, good. Ooh. It's the only right okay, way to make also, the game. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use the term property because I don't necessarily call it like anything. It's not like a blockbuster, a franchise, or anything like that. I'm calling it a property. I'm referring it to as a property <laughs> until God, otherwise noted. The ambiguity. Okay. Mm-hmm. The film slash property has been referenced in many things, <laughs> including Futurama, Star Wars, The Chronicles of Riddick, Star Trek, The Kingkiller Chronicles, and Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. It's been referenced in Star Wars? It's been referenced or highly influenced those things in terms of referencing. Oh, so. okay, I get it. Now it's like there's no references in Star Wars to anything outside of its own universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, I... Star Wars and Star Trek. Not saying where. It could be in the original movie. It could be in uh, Skywalker Shindigs, whatever sure, it was. Sure, that's uh, what it's called. Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Remember, <laughs> you, if, you, if you choose okay, to... Okay, um, I don't have a guess yet, so what... Okay, if, if you want to take... What are my options? Yeah, you can, you can guess, and if you get it wrong, you lose two points. Or you can uh, just uh, let your turn end, and mm-hmm. you lose a point and then the next person goes. Okay, and there's nothing I can do right now yeah, if I don't nope. know the answer to you not lose point points, no right? What. Yeah. Okay, I'll pass because I, no, I have no clue what this is. Okay, Malo, you go down to nine points. <laughs> oh my god. And Gabriel. Mm-hmm. I'll let Katie go second. Oh, Katie goes second? Yes. Oh, yeah, Katie, Katie goes second. <laughs> <clears throat> you 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 have a chance. You can right now. You can steal. So if you get it right, you gain a point, uh, and also d- doubly win. Um, and if you uh, if you, but if you guess and get it wrong, you lose two points, and then you take your full turn. Wait, and w- what is stealing again? Steal. Okay, stealing is that like you have a chance to to make a guess. If you get it right, you actually gain a point. If you get it wrong, you lose two points, and then you just take your turn. Or you can choose to not steal and just take your turn. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm just gonna take my <laughs> turn. Um. You take your turn. Okay. What's uh? What number you want to guess? What gate? Or do I steal? Wow, my indecisiveness is not helping. No, wait. I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna lose anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. You're gonna try and steal it. <laughs> wait, no. Are you gonna? Are you, are you? Are you picking a gate, or are you gonna make a guess? Uh, I was originally going to make a guess, but now 
Fuck it. No, I'm just gonna take my turn. Do another gate. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. What's the gate? <laughs> Three. Three. Picking odd numbers today. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Odd. So this, okay. So again, well, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Right. So number three. <clears throat> this property notably cuts out computers and robots from its world. Typical staples of its genre. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a really good fact, though. Mm. So there are no computers or robots in this? Yes. Or or a notable lack of them, like they don't typically appear in, in this property. Interesting. Referring to... I hate you keep saying property. Specific. What the fuck is this? Yeah. This is a film. But is it a franchise? <laughs> is it a standalone? Was it a success? Was it not a success? Interesting. That's really smart. Smart. All right. Yeah, yeah I have no mm-hmm. guess, so... No guess? No guess. Katie, it looks like you're going down to nine points. Nine points. Gabriel, the Nitro. That's me, baby. Ba- back from the dead, your, your Skeletor Nitro. Now. Hell yeah. Mm. Gabriel, do you want to take a, do you want to try and steal? Or well, do you Dale, take can a... you repeat gate seven again? Okay, gate seven, what was gate seven? So this prop, this film slash property has been referenced in many things, including Futurama, Star Wars, The Chronicles of Riddick, including the very good film Pitch Black, uh, Star Wars, <laughs> Oh, I went backwards. Star Trek, uh, The King Killer Chronicles, a.k.a. Uh, Name of the Wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Let's see. I like to play ballsy. You know I do. Ooh. <laughs> mm. uh, also, keep in mind, if, uh, if the point of this game is that even if like Gabe steals it, gets it wrong, loses two points, and then like guesses it right in his actual turn, technically Gabe loses because the point is to end with as many points as possible. Which is what mm-hmm. happened when Gabe went against Mallow last time. Yeah, exactly. Or Mallow won against You mean me. when I won last time? When yes. you Mallow, you did not <laughs> yes. win. You just didn't lose. Katie, were you there? <laughs> that is that's I don't know how many times we have to talk about it. <laughs> I feel like that is coming from a place of jealousy because you actually did lose. Mallow, when you, oh. you played, how many weeks has correct? this been going on? How, wh- I am not je- I never strive to win. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you noticed? I don't know who I'm vo- rooting for here. They're both, uh, yeah. I'm, I, I want to win. Gabe <laughs> said myself. Yeah, I, I root for me. I play for me, man. Gabriel, do you want to steal? <laughs> possibly lose a point and also really put yourself at a disadvantage? Or do you want to take what? your turn? And also, if you if you take your turn and guess it right, then you win. That's true. Totally. I guess I'm going to go ahead and take my turn. Okay. I have a, I have a, I have a, a strong guess, Okay. but Ooh. I'd rather move. I'd rather... Like in this war against three, against, since I lost against one of you, I feel more of an urge to win. Right. Nitro. Yes. Necro Nitro. That's me. Uh, pick a number. That's actually going to be uh, Phil's new name. Necro Nitro. <laughs> Deep cut the last one. Gabe, pick a number between one through ten. Five. Five. Ah, number city. Johnny Five mm. Alive. Oh. The film mm-hmm. was an earth-shattering failure. Although since its release has been adapted as a cl- as a cult classic, that's so interesting. Wow! Oh. Mm-hmm. It inspired Star Wars. Uh, that's the most interesting thing to me. Me too. Yeah. That's, that's what I can't get around either. Huh? Referenced. I said. It referenced. I said was referenced in those things either through like direct references like you know Futurama would satirize something. Yeah. Or like the world would take would actually reference this thing. Okay, so I feel like I was really close to accidentally saying the name of yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm sorry. Like, just to clarify, okay. there is something in Star Wars There's that is a reference to this in any of the Star Wars films. Okay. Same thing with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't even know what it what it means by Star Trek. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. And it's a sci-fi film. 
yeah, science fiction fantasy, I'm calling it, doesn't have robots or computers. Massive Has a failure. notable length, uh, lack of them. Hmm. It was a massive failure when it came out. That's so interesting. Massive failure. Um, let's see here. Do you want to talk out loud and possibly give them? I am thinking. You know what? Yeah, let's 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 have a communal experience here. Okay. So. Okay. The obvious leap for Mayo's idea is Dune. That would make a lot of sense. That would inspire all these things. And the movie was a massive failure. And you didn't you didn't necessarily say that the film um inspired uh. Like was was the reference point for things. It could be the property itself, which means it might have existed prior to being a film. So that gives me that makes me think of Dune. Well, what else could it be? But uh, my <laughs> other guess, and because I think the film the film that I'm thinking of just it wasn't that big of a failure. It was a failure, but it wasn't like a huge failure. Not an earth shattering failure. That's so interesting. <laughs> Daniel, let's play aggro. Let's play like Nitro would. Okay. Daniel, I'm going to guess the answer is Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon? Yes. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Take two points off. God oh. damn. You're down to eight. Eight points. Yeah, all, right. all right, all right. All right. And that means we go back to... Hello. Hello. I have a question Malice. real quick before we continue okay. on Gabe's uh, analysis. Um, you said mm-hmm. Dune, and then you guess Flash Gordon. Are those the same thing? I don't know what either of those two things are. No, okay. they're not the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Milo, do, do you know what either Dune or Flash Gordon is? I know what they both are. I've never seen them, but I know what they are I've separately. heard of Flash Gordon. I just don't remember what it is. Okay. Well, first off, there comes the ambulance coming for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wee-woo. Wee-woo. Well, well, that said, it's not Flash Gordon. Okay, okay. But that said, it's going to Katie. Katie, or Malu. Malu, do you want to take this moment to steal? If you guess it right, you gain a point. If you guess it wrong, you lose two points and take your turn. Or you can just take Mm, your turn. No, I just want to take my turn, please, and thank you. Okay, do you want to uh, pick a number? Chill out, Malu. What What did you say, Katie? The fuck did you say? (laughs) Chill out. What do you mean, chill out? I said I want my point. <laughs> I want my You're turn. Like, I'll take my turn, please and thank you. And I'm like, I said, please oh and thank God. you. I have manners, okay? Uh. <laughs> With attitude. Don't give me that BS. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I have an attitude for gratitude, okay? Uh. <laughs> Yay, that was really good. That was through. really good. That was really good. <laughs> Ma- thank Malo, you. pick a number. Pick a number between one through ten. Nine. 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 What did I write down? Okay, gate nine. <laughs> this film was originally supposed to be directed by Sir Ridley Scott. Some other names attached to the helm of this property, Peter Berg and George A. Romero collaborator John Harrison, and the original creator's top choice was David Lean. I feel like I could remember uh. better. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Okay, see, now I'm a little swayed because Gabe said Dune, and the thing is, I know very little about Dune. I know some, <laughs> but very little. <laughs> okay. And I feel like it's not a bad guess, but that could be because I'm ill-informed. Do you have any other guesses? I do not, no. <laughs> okay. So you know what? I... Mm, am I? I'm gonna be fucking risky. I don't care. <laughs> I've got okay. nothing to lose. <laughs> Even if I lose, <laughs> I have nothing to lose. Uh-huh. What are you going to do, Mallow? I'm I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. If I guess, I get two points taken off if it's wrong, right? 
Yeah, if it's wrong, you lose two points. Yes. You'll go down to seven. But if you win, you, you get win right, because you win. You're, you're at nine. You and Kate are at nine, but you guessed it right. Okay. Well, I'm going to guess it, and maybe I'll lose because of it, but I don't care. Uh, you're going to guess. Is it Dune? Is it Dune? Oh, Mallow, no. Mallow, you are champion first. of Gatekeeper! I'm so mad. Once again, Gabe literally <laughs> handed you that answer. Gabe handed oh. you the answer. I was going, <laughs> and to back myself up, I was going to guess that if you didn't, because I have no <laughs> goddamn clue. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, Katie, how does that strategy? Hey, Katie, how did that strategy of putting me first work out for you? Actually, really <laughs> fucked me over. Thank you. <laughs> That was an interesting. I feel like we're picking on Katie for being indecisive about who goes first, even though clearly it was a big cho- it was a, a, a big factor. Mm-hmm. Yes, 1984 oh, Dune, directed Woo. by David Lynch. Yeah, tremendous failure. And it was like lean. Obviously, of course, Herbert would want the director of fucking Lawrence of Arabia to yeah. direct Dune. Frank, Frank <laughs> Herbert, the the author of the original Dune books, originally wanted uh, uh, David Lean. I'm going to go through some of the other uh, some of the other. Uh, Please, I want to be more informed. All right. So number one was um, this film features a score from a very popular American rock band, Toto. I wasn't going to actually say it, but it's mm-hmm. Toto. Uh, <laughs> the main theme, however, was done by a legendary producer and self-proclaimed non-musician, uh, Brian Eno. Oh, no. Um, number God. two, a really good uh, a theme song, actually. It's really cool. Uh, number two, uh, this film is based on a famous science fiction fantasy book series. Of course. Uh, number four, uh, many real-life planets and other celestial bodies discovered in recent history are named after planets and other entities from this property. Dude. Oh, cool. The true thing, the, the big hint was planets. Uh, number six, uh, notably, this film is supposed to be very different. Original cast and crew notes. Uh, uh, surrealist painter Salvador Dali was cast as a major role. H.R. Giger oh. and Jean Girard, a.k.a. Mobius, were supposed to design much of the look of the film. And Pink Floyd was tapped to do the original score. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, referring to the uh, Alejandro <laughs> Jodorowsky so cool. uh, version of the film. Of course. Great documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was truly like a film that, like, it's like, of course it's not going to be. It was supposed to be like 14 hours long. Um, <laughs> oh, my so, God. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it sounds like so fucking cool. It's like, I want to see it. It's not going to make sense. But, yeah. Um, but I'll watch number, it. <laughs> here's a treat for you all. Roger Ebert's review of the movie. Uh, this movie is a real mess, an incomprehensible, ugly, unstructured, <laughs> pointless excursion into the murkier realms of one of the most confusing screenplays of all time. Oh my the god! Plot, <laughs> the movie's plot will no Ooh. doubt mean more to people who's read blank, aka Dune, than to those who are walking in cold. Uh, Eber named it the worst movie of the year. Oof! Wow. Beautiful. Uh, when Raj hated something, he hated something. Not not undeserved. Yeah. I think he was a big Dune fan. I can I, I'm getting from that. Number ten. <laughs> The, the original, uh, I'll just say it clearly, uh, the original author, Frank Herbert's uh, review of the film is, uh, I enjoyed the film, even as a cut, and I told it as I saw it. What reached the screen is a visual feast that begins as blank, referring to his book, uh, begins, and you hear my dialogue all throughout it. I have my quibbles <laughs> about the film, of course. Uh, Paul, the main character, was a man playing God, not a God who could make it rain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is how that which is how that movie ends. Which if anybody knows Dune at all, like, you know, that would be like obviously a big hint. Funnily well, enough, I do not know much about Dune. I know you don't. Yeah. I just Miles know that they're doing Dune. the remake right now. Yeah. They are. I'm pretty aware just... of it because of that because the cat is the cast is fucking stellar. And oh, the yeah, only reason yeah. I know that is because while Daniel was talking, I was looking it up on my own because I was like, what the hell is this movie? <laughs> and that came up on IMDb first. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it it's looked a, awful. It's a, it's a film. It's not good. It's not a good movie, but it is <laughs> amazingly interesting because of how weird it is. Mm-hmm. Not like weird in like a David. Tonight. 
not like a David Lynch kind of weird, but like it's David Lynch doing a ma- doing a, a huge film that's a massive failure. Weird. Like it's it's interesting. <laughs> and Kyle um, MacLachlan's in it. I love that description. Yeah. Yeah. The Glock. Kyle MacLachlan playing a boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> interesting. Well, uh, yeah, you you would know this from the cast. Uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet is playing that character in the uh, playing the old movie. Paul. Oh, no wonder Malu knows it. That's literally the reason she hey, knows it exists. Hey, 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 <laughs> Malu, that is the reason. Admitted, admitted. Excuse me, excuse me a minute. Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, and Oscar Isaac. There's too many reasons for me to know about this film. So <laughs> no, please. but out of all those people, the way you would find out Zendaya. about that is indeed <laughs> Zendaya. No, 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 Zendaya. Okay, Malu. Is it- yeah, Zendaya's in this as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like her should in, be. in Spider-Man. I like her in everything I've seen her in. I like her in Shake It Up. I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah, with this sh- very sh- indie sh- show. Shake It Up. You gotta oh, change it. It's a Disney show. Interview. Yes, it is. Terrible sure. show. <laughs> with oh, a Selena Gomez intro song. It's fucking amazing. That's the only reason I ever watched it, because I stopped watching Disney Channel like right when it came out, and I was like, what's <laughs> this? She did it? And I was obsessed with Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. that, she wasn't uh, even in the show. Congratulations to Malu. Well yeah, done, Congratulations, Malu. asshole. Oh, Queen. thank you so much, Katie. It's great hearing it from you. And Katie, I really want to thank you for putting me first, because otherwise oh. I would have never won. <laughs> See, this is a true sports rivalry. I mean, it's, yeah. it's been such a pleasure to be a part of it. Somebody call Sports Wars. Yeah, somebody call Sports Wars. Yeah, um, so they can put me on the team? cover. I'll print out Katie and Malu shirts. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's how we play it. And also, it's really great to uh, hopefully have this one included in the episode on like last week, which got a little screwy. Yeah, that was too bad. Which, that was a good time. That was too. a good episode. Gabe, mm-hmm. uh, Gabe, yeah, uh, uh, Phil, Phil just straight up beat the shit out of Gabe. He dominated. Yeah, dominated. <laughs> Damn. And but that said, uh, what we need to do is we need to go on break. Mm-hmm. When we come back from the Ooh. break, we need to talk about our feelings about yeah. this. Feelings. Uh, not about I this have game. So many. <laughs> Maybe we'll still talk we about heard, that. We've heard plenty of feelings about this game. Maybe some of those feelings will actually bleed into this next part. Yeah, <laughs> probably <that>. will. <laughs> bleed, really? That said, that said, go on a break. Welcome back. Hi. Dear listener readers. It's your boy. To book talk, not film talk. Took a buck. <laughs> this is where we talk about books and only books. Not No movies at all. No not show. movies. No, this is not movie talk. We're hey, not Lance, gonna on, there's no chance. We're not going to go on any <laughs> long tangents about Wonder Woman's and Pixar's Souls, and, and uh, DC, which is not the Marvel Universe because the Mar- Wonder Woman was not about an Infinity Stone. It was not. It was not. It was not. Because Wait, it don't spoil it. It was <laughs> about another stone. Something I legit was confused for for the first half of that movie. Yeah, that's whatever. Uh, Guys, that said, I, there spoilers, what? I will leave. <laughs> oh no, I, I, that was not like a spoiler it. at all. Except that it's not a Marvel. Movie. Except there's a rock in the movie. There's a, there's a man. Yeah. Daniel okay. Lee would never give you a spoiler like that. How dare you? We would never dare. I mean, I don't give a shit. It's, it's <laughs> not. A, it, I mean, I said we weren't gonna do movies. It's not like a good movie. Daniel literally said, "Go into it with a blank mind and then start spoiling the movie for me." <laughs> and then and then start telling you how much I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Listen, it's whatever. All right, let's talk about books now. We're gonna talk about books. books. I'm Daniel. I'm Gabe. I'm Katie. And I'm Malu. Get out of here, hey. Malu. No one invited hey. you, Malu. Hey. Uh, God. <laughs> Malu, grand champion, two-time winner. Shaking my off, off my head. hard labor, but yep. that's fine too. Uh, two poor losers and one <laughs> one really vindictive winner. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, uh, oh my aw, god, that's sweet, Daniel. 
Yeah, uh, you're you're welcome, and maybe we'll win another round, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. We'll save time for that. <laughs> That's it. So let's talk about our feelings about crystal shoes, pumpkins, <laughs> carriage, and manhood. That's the one. Manhood. No, this is a. Oh, I hate wait, that wait, word. Who, God damn. Without it. looking at it, without looking at it, and without Gabe, because Gabe's looked at this title the most. Who can remember what the title is? I can. Best. Something. Okay. Oh wait, glass. Snow, glass apples. Wait. And snow, snow, glass. Snow, glass apples. Fuck! Shut up! Snow, snow glass <laughs> apple. I didn't realize glass played so much of a uh, a thing in the in the than the Snow White um, mythos. Oh, you know, what's it called? A mirror, mirror, that kind of thing. That the oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I forgot the mirror was in this one. Also, yeah. I'm pretty sure that in the original crying glass. I'm pretty sure that in the original version, like in the actual like story. There is one of the times that the queen tries to kill Snow White because she tries, if I'm not mistaken, three times. I think one time she like gets her a corset that has like a glass inside of it and she puts mm-hmm. it on and tries to kill her. I think I'm correct on that. I could be wrong. I'll fact check it for you guys and I'll tell yeah, you. Just like a lot of like old fairy tales like this, like there are various versions that like are familiar but also have like really, really dark elements in them. Yeah. You know? It's just a deal if you know that the most famous versions of most now are all highly sanitized kids movies. Yeah. Speaking Thank of which, uh, and we're not, t- we're not talking about movies, but has anybody seen Snow White and the Huntsman? Oh, me. I love it. Um, I'm obsessed. I think I have. <laughs> That's with What's Her Face uh-huh. from Twilight, right? Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the most Kristen Stewart, Charlie's Theron, and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris I've Hemsworth. definitely seen pieces of it if I haven't seen the whole thing. Okay. That I was actually Charlie's really, Theron. I really like those kind of movies. Like I, I love. Um, oh fuck! What's it called? Mirror. What's Mirror. the Angelina Jolie one? Maleficent. Oh, yeah. Male yes. I got those. I get those two confused. <laughs> I keep thinking Elle Fanning is in uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, but no, it's Kristen Stewart. Yep. I like grim live actions like fairy tales. They're good. Movies. Do you like the grim TV show? That was a <laughs> I haven't that was seen thing, it. Right? Oh no! But I I <laughs> really pull. liked Once yeah. Upon a Time. Until when they made yeah. yeah. about that. Yeah. That Which is not the Grim TV. There was a Grim TV show, right? There was. Yes, and there I was. wanted to get into it and then I didn't. So. <laughs> okay. Love mm-hmm. it. Anyways. But, but Mallory, you like the uh, the Kristen Stewart movie. Yes, I do. I feel like it's very underrated. I think it has so many good parts. 10 out of 10 for it was me. Very, it looked cool. I li- that's what I remember about it. Like seeing it like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway. I, didn't, I saw 15 minutes of it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, Back so to books. We're, uh, so okay, back to books. Sure, fine. <laughs> Snow glass apples. Uh, let's go to let's go to S Malu or um, snapples. S. <laughs> I don't. Ass? Ass? <laughs> ass? Ass? Oh, yes, yes, Katie. Yes, wait, wait, Katie has something to say. S <laughs> glass and sass. A- ask, ask, yeah. Well, that's it. Th- All right. In trouble under the past. <laughs> enough about enough about Katie's uh, road rolls. Uh, sure, Malu. Yes. Um, this so, was your pick. This is your pick. Your pick. You did, you did not read this beforehand. No. She skimmed it. I skimmed a passage. You, yeah, you skimmed a passage. You saw the word fuck. Used <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally. Um, and you were like, ooh, I want some of that. And then, so like, yeah, what, what was it like reading this for, to, for, for you? Did Was this the Neil Gaiman story that you wanted to delve into? <laughs> It's not the Neil Gaiman story I thought I was going to delve into, but it's definitely the one I feel like I needed to because it opened my eyes to what the man can do as an author. (laughs) Um, It was your dark night. Oh, wait, give me a second. Sorry, my brother came in. (laughs) Hello. He can't hear about this story. He's a child. (laughs) Oh, no. 
But yes, this is exactly what I feel like I needed to read from him to realize that he's not just an author for like kid stories or like younger demographic stories. Yes, he's, he's never he's been. He's primarily, yeah. You, it, the weird thing is that like, it's not weird. I mean, it's very popular. And you, Coraline's you know like the, one Coraline. of the only things really that he did as yeah, Ma- kids. Yeah, so Mal literally. Like, like Graveyard Book? No, he has a few more. Star- Stardust is kind like of for book, young adults. Um, kind of. Neverwhere. Oh yeah, that's right. Those are not like particularly for mm. children, but they're more like kid friendly than this. Yeah, never. Yeah, so we want to think Neverwhere and and Stardust are like his like kind of like youngish audience yeah. uh, kind of thing. Um, and then Coraline, which is straight up, it was a picture book, right? I think. So. Uh, no, it was actually an, uh, like a small. I think it's called. I think it's technically called a novella. Yeah, that's right. Um, a novel for his kids. <laughs> a novel lit. Yeah. Uh, novella. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cuts. Okay, so yeah, this, so this is like your first time you read something that you're like, oh, Neil Gaiman writes adult things. Uh, okay, and how did you? How did yeah. you? How did you <laughs> like it? You know, completely not bullying you for picking this the this the weird story that happened to have like all this weird Yet. necrophilia, yep. pedophilia, mm-hmm. yeah, all this all this terrible. How did you actually legit like it? Okay, to be completely honest, I really liked it. <laughs> uh, first of all, I love spinoffs of like fairy tales. <laughs> you said no bullying. I wasn't bull- that was gay. I just laughed. I thought about something funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh i'm sure um so yeah first of all i love any type of reimagining of fairy tales i feel like it's really interesting especially in a time like as i think gabe said it you know a lot of the ones that we know have been sort of sanitized and made very kid friendly specifically like by disney uh so i like it when some like an author an author can go back to the roots of how these fairy tales were usually written um but more importantly he also just like completely gives it a 180 by giving the queen the central role and then making her the good character and kind of being like no snow white was a vampire and she fucking lied and she made all this shit up to cover up the fact that she was actually sort of the villain of the story mm-hmm. um and yeah i think it was really cool Mello i like enjoys oh, darkness and dark <laughs> twists yeah uh, yes. Mello, have you read a uh, surprise surprise Mello, have you read um, uh, the bloody chamber by angela carter i have not but i will now <laughs> you, you will will love it <laughs> oh wait isn't that wait it I is think I know what the that is. book of um a woman rewriting um classic fairy tales from a feminist point of view Ooh. and taking these fairy tales fucking dark as hell i would yeah. love that too love it you, you will love I it love especially that. thank you like Neil Neil Gaiman can be for speaking crudely, he can be flowery with his language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got nothing on Angela Carter. Like, yeah, it, yeah. And, but like she, yeah, Bloody Chamber is fantastic. Love like, Bloody She Chamber. does multiple multiple takes on the same fairy tale. Like she'll have like multiple Beauty and the Beast stories. Yeah. Um, what was what was Bluebeard? Uh, Bluebeard. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like which oh, ones. Oh, the repeated cool. ones. Yeah, she had repeated. Maybe I forgot we didn't actually do the whole. We never thing. finished yeah. the whole thing. But yeah, I was looking back our, at our back catalog. I'm like, oh, we should go back to Chambermaids. And not to get too far ahead, but like reading this felt like I was reading that. Yeah, same. <laughs> you know, but um, Good. but uh, yeah, Mallow, definitely check that out. I'll even text yeah, you the title. Yeah, text it right Thank now because you. you you will fucking go Gaga for uh, it. It's, it's it's a classic at this point. Katie. Yes. Uh, 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 who likes uh, flowery, pretty things? <laughs> no, like I love. No, I, I, I actually would <laughs> really enjoy. <laughs> I would really like to look into whatever you just said with the the dark feminist. Yeah, the Bloody Chamber by yeah. Angela Carter. That yeah. yes, well, I'm very well, interested in that. That sounds really cool and intriguing. I like. What, I love. You? I love fairy tale twists. I don't know why. I mean, I love like all twists on classic stories. Um, okay. Like uh, the one of the books I read this year was The Historian, which is a total twist on like Dracula Ooh. and everything like that. Oh, was it? Wasn't she there when we bought it? Were we, were we there when yeah. she yeah. bought it? I didn't know you read it. We bought How it in you, California. You read the whole thing? 
Yeah, you did. No, yeah, no, we you did. Read it. You liked it? I did. Yeah, well, I'm not done, but you, I'm almost you done. You did or didn't? She's reading it now. <clears throat> okay. I'm okay. almost you done. I'm almost done. My <laughs> goal is to finish it before January 1st so I can leave it in 2020. So, nice. yeah, baby. Actually, make a quick history of it. Uh, well, well, yes. well, Katie. Um, but anyways, uh, not no longer making fun of Malu for picking the weird Thank story. You so much. How did you? How uh-huh. did you actually enjoy reading Sleep Dead Night Stars? <laughs> I yes. really, I really like the twist. My my only thing is I'm kind of biased when it comes to vampire stuff. I don't really, even though I just said I like Dracula. So. Got a Twilight fan <laughs> yeah, over here. Like, Wait um, a minute. I just read I, this Dracula book. <laughs> I, don't, I guess like I love Kristen Stewart. It, <laughs> Kristen Stewart's my girl. Um, uh, no, I, I'm not crazy usually about typical Dracula story or Dracula <laughs> vampire stories in general. They have to be very, very uh, ingrained in the story for me to enjoy it as a whole. Like you know what I mean? Like I would, like I hate Twilight, and not even like as like a ro- like a romance vampire thing. I just mean like having the story revolve around. The idea of of a vampire, I don't really like that. I like when it's a whole story, and then that happens to play a part in it, mm-hmm. and something like that. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think all fairy tales are really cool because you get a little bit of everything, and but it's it's all about you know what I mean. It all plays a part, and I really like that. But I I did really like the writing of this. I thought it was cool. Aside everything aside, <laughs> I liked it. I think, especially as I mean, is, this is just considered a short story, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think as as a short story, I think he had just the right amount of um, detail that was needed. Um, his language was a little too flowery for me at points. I don't. But also, it matches the tone of the whole story. So you know what mm-hmm. I mean. It, it. I personally would have chosen a little bit of a different one, but also. It matched, <laughs> so I don't know. It was good. I just I hate the word manhood. I saw that a lot. <laughs> I hated that. Um, man, yeah, man, manhood is like this weird, uh, just like prosy mm-hmm. way of referring to that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What uh, other way would you say that would fit the story though? Like realistically, what yeah. other words are there? Yeah. Use all exactly. of the words right now. What would you use, Katie? <laughs> I right wouldn't. Now? I wouldn't. That's what I mean. I, I, I don't know how I would change it. I couldn't Katie change it. Katie would like it. the word business, but spell it B-I-Z. <laughs> business. His business. Yeah, uh, Katie, I like that. Katie, That's what I would do. Katie would use the word hog, but she would spell it H-A-W-G. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> That's the worst one. Ew. Hog. Like I hate that one. Like, that one actually makes me like, oh, I hate that one. Why would you bring that up. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. That's that, so that's what nasty. they say on a on the podcast. Dope Boys. I have it really fresh in my head. They keep saying, oh. they keep saying it's like, ah, oh, he's got a big hog. Very nice. Oh, I hate it. That is, hate I think it. that one beats everything else. <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah. I love the Dope Boys. They're, so, they're pretty great. I'm a big fan. Okay. Ew. So, uh, Katie. Yes, I uh, think loves manhood or whatever. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I also I also really noticed that he uh, made sure he he told the events of the story more than he told the like narration of it you know what i mean like the narrative was the telling of the story it wasn't like the complete point of view from the protagonist like oh this happened and then i feel this way it wasn't too much of that there wasn't too many details it was just what's going on what's happening and how we're going to end the story so that's what a short story does though and i liked it it was good so Right. I'll bring up my later Gay. points yeah. after your opinions go. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come around and don't don't be afraid to jump in, Gabe. Yeah, uh, you've read Neil Gaiman before. I have. How does this? How does this? Fit? I might have read the most Gaiman out of all of you. Probably. Yeah. Probably. You've read uh, one of his like 
You've read yeah. like his actual novel. I've read right? American Gods. Oh, I've nice. read um, yeah, I've read Nancy Boys. Yeah, I haven't read either of those. Ocean and the Delane. I read a bunch of stuff. Literally get them all confused. Like all them Good Omens, American Gods. American yeah. Psycho they're all the same I really don't care for American Gods personally uh, so yeah how, how does this fit how does this fit in with, with the, the game inverse and how did you like it I thought this was a really interesting excursion I was joking a few guys like on the text um, between all of us before this thing where like did he write this as a lark was he just kind of like goofing <laughs> did, did he just contribute this thing this is very different from what he normally does like my favorite books, book of his is a Nancy boys and it, it kind of has this charming like fantastical almost like Douglas Adamsy kind of style to it he's a he writes like a British fucking writer I think he's capable of being being very charming being very funny and this was like this red kind of like little Angela Carter, obviously, and a little bit of the Anne Rice Sleeping Beauty books, which I did. I read one of those. It was not very good, but <laughs> you read the whole thing, though. Yeah, I read the whole yeah, thing, though. I got. I, I made my way through it out of curiosity. My roommate at the time was like, "Check this out." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I don't know. I thought that it was a really, really interesting... It, it seemed like an interesting exercise from Neil Gaiman to be writing something new, something different, in a style that's not his, in a subject matter that's very much not really what his thing. American Gods taps into some sexuality a little bit, but always it's a little bit more like tender, mm-hmm. even when it's kind of when there's darker things going on, there's something more interesting about it. And this felt like a real complete out of the box for him. I thought it was really neat. I liked the way I liked the language. I loved the narration. Like it was a lot of the a lot of the more elusive qualities to it. That was really cool. <clears throat> and you know, nothing like the the descriptions of the this like and I pleasured him if, and he he would no longer allowed me to pleasure him with my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, uh, all right, Neil, you know that's cool cool, dude. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I like the story. I'm I'm probably gonna forget I ever read it. Mm-hmm. Like honestly. But it was it was good. But I don't know. It's it seems like a a fun little blip that Neil Gaiman did. But you know, <laughs> it's not his masterpiece or anything. Dana, what about you? Did you like reading um, Snapple Glapple? Yeah, no, I liked it. It, it felt again. It felt it, it didn't it didn't necessarily. It wasn't like oh, this is totally a Neil Gaiman thing. Even though Neil Gaiman loves mythology, yeah. he loves also. Uh, you've seen this in Sandman and various other stories where he likes saying like, oh, you know this story, this version of like the fairy tale. Here's one of these other earlier darker versions. <laughs> yeah, that like was also kind of like meant more as and uh, and uh, and usually in like how it's like kind of being retold and repurposed through those stories as well. Um, and yeah, it felt this, uh, this story was published. It said on the, and the, uh, we, I think we all read this off of the browser through, yeah, uh, Madeline like, found the screenplay and she sent yes. it to all of us. And it said that it came out in 1994. So like the year I was born, hey. uh, <laughs> the year Gabe was born. Yeah. Uh, that's why he's 26. That, that's yes. right. Yeah. 26. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. It, so this is kind of like, like a weird kind of early thing that he was, he was kind of experimenting around. He was definitely working on like darker subjects. Uh, at the time because I think he was this was in like the height of him doing Sandman right yeah, yeah. when did Sandman end do you know off the top of your head 97 yeah something like that like like late 90s let's say yeah Um. so yeah but that said no I I, I dug it uh, it, it definitely fulfilled what it was. It never felt like it was trying to be like erotic and like a weird dark fetishes kind of way yeah, at no, all. Like it, it was always, no. it, it always felt like I've heard, and I think this might even be from Sandman, like, like early versions of the Snow 96 White. 96 is what it is. 96. Uh, like early versions of the Snow White myth that like were already darker yep. <laughs> yeah, as it was. And you can see even like the Disney version being like, oh, uh, they kind of made that part kind of like a little sanitary. And I mean, it makes sense, of course. Yeah, but, obviously. But it's like, yeah, all right. And they've always been darker, uh, you know, uh, Little Riding Hood and all that. 
And yeah, no, this, and clearly Gaiman is going to be a massive Angela Carter fan. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. so like this, yeah, this is, it, it's it's a really good story. It makes me be like, I wish I could actually read more Neil Gaiman stories. Um, obviously, if you had a whole book of stories like this, I'd be very curious to check it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. this this was, pub- I haven't, again, I haven't read like hardly any of his prose. Mm-hmm. He has short story collections, they're out there. I'd be interested in it. I'm not going to get to it anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> But no, one day. I know you really want to read that Duran Duran book he wrote. I want to read that Duran Duran <laughs> book. His first book was was just like, oh, okay. oh my God, Simon Le Bon is so dreamy, you he, guys. He's in that head. He's in that headspace where he's like, I'm gonna remake this guy, but he's a god. He looks like Robert Plant and me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robert Plant, Robert Rob, Smith, Robert Smith. Sorry, Robert Plant too. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> he's a big head of hair. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So that said, uh, uh, one little thing we got to do with these stories. A little thing called Hazy Memories. It's a Hazy Memories. <laughs> Brought to us by our buddy from the Whip Room Podcast, who was too cowardly to join us last week. He couldn't week. make it because he has children Daughter. and responsibilities, mm-hmm. and he can't just fuck off and talk about goofery with us. You want to talk? about fucking nitro come on come on man but yeah check out the whip around over on podcast every whip around wednesday for all your weird news needs our dear friend sean hayes and dr phil laporta bring you all the weird news of the week all things macabre and science they're our dear friends we love them they love us that's the sound of uh, gabe giving them cherry uh, raspberries on his belly oh i was saying that's that's me like like sucking blood out of their uh I heard a chorus of like, ah, yeah, just awful noises. <laughs> I want to point out, like, Snow White wasn't explicitly a vampire. She was just like, vamp- some kind no, of like, yeah, some kind of like blood sucker. That's the thing. Like, like, like a weird kind of like, oh, Mally said, let me correct you. No, but like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, I, I made a joke about it earlier, but the whole like wet black filth. That was weird. Her yeah. Legs. Like, yeah, that's Mal, not that's not, what is that? That's Vampires not classic. As well. Classic yeah. vampirism. Yeah. Hey, vampirism is very <laughs> open. <laughs> yeah. Dracula always wore a diaper because all the wet black filth between his legs. Yeah. Uh, so guys, um, 15 years from now, someone's going to stop you and be like, hey, have you ever read Snow Glass Apples by <laughs> Neil Gaiman? And I'll be and like, if you did, I read, I listened to the first like ten hours of the audiobook, but it's like forty hours long. Joe's Keller, oh, it's just her books <laughs> are just so long. Deep cut. Nice. Sorry, but guys, so fifteen years from now, um, if you're asked about this, what will you remember? What will be your hazy memory mm. from this story? I've got, I've uh, got Mal two. First. I've got two that are probably like ingrained in my mind forever. Actually, scratch that. It's three, three main things that will pop up in my head. Oh my god. Um, the first one is just the image of the heart on top of her bed. There's something about that that I found super haunting. Um, and because, it, you know, mm-hmm. Neil being who he is, he described it in a very like particular way that caught my, caught my eye. Um, then just the mm-hmm. idea of the prince in like the super snowy forest finding the body. There was something super disturbing about that that will never leave my memory. Um, I hated it, but mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then third, I think it's just the moment that I realized that she was being cooked. When she said it's getting hot in here, and then she said that they were like using the 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 grease on her, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna eat her! Fuck the goose fat. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like yep. a specific image. It was just that moment of realization that like it dawned on me, and I was like, oh my god, he's a fucking genius! What a twist! I love it. There's something weirdly like Clive Barker e about the uh, the Prince Charming finding her in the snow like that, like yeah. where it's like it's like uh. But, if like Clive Barker was holding back, <laughs> if Clive Barker was just like. <laughs> 
Yeah. Something for the kids, you know? <laughs> this one's for the younger audiences. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, cool. Uh, Katie. Yes. Hazy memories. Hey. What will you remember 15 years from the story? Oh, dear. Hey. I feel like I'm remembering <laughs> the wrong images. <laughs> um, the me- <laughs> you have to say it now. Yeah. Well, oh, m- one, um, the, the, why, out of all places on the entire human body, the daughter had to additionally bite and suck her father's genitalia. That is yeah. one. I have a I will never, stupid I answer, and I don't want to say it. I don't it. think I'll ever <laughs> get over that. I'll think about that at night and want to crawl into a hole and die. And um, <laughs> let's see. My second one is also a similar, uh, the idea of the heart uh, hanging from the, the mm-hmm. bedpost with garlic around it and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Don't know how that witch knew about that, but good for her. She tried. <laughs> and uh, I also kind of think she should have just stabbed it. I know we kind of had a previous conversation <laughs> about that. If, if it's He's beating, fixated on the stabbing. On if, if it's a beating heart, and I get it, it's like your tracker on her. But like, wouldn't you? Sure. Why wouldn't you if, you? if you already know about the garlic, don't you know about the wooden steak too? Why wouldn't you try it at least just to see? <laughs> I don't know, and then see if the economy well, gets better. Maybe I, if it does, that proves right. Clearly, well, there's she a. Even, she even yeah, she even says that like like oh if I if I could go back I would have like burned it or something like that. Yeah, so, like why? It's already there. Yeah. It's been there the whole time. Just try it out one day. See what happens. Katie, if she didn't if she didn't do that, then she wouldn't be able to stand naked in the snow with apples and blood. And then what's the point of the story? Okay, really? and yeah. oh, thank there's, you. It's a it's a fairy tale. Plot holes don't really count. Yeah, and then, <laughs> you can't you, you can't you can't poke a plot hole in a fairy tale. It's it's not the point. My uh my third point then, Mal. Like, why good... did why did Achilles' mom just tie a string around him? I don't fucking know because she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. It would ruin the story. Yeah. <laughs> well, my third hey, easy memory would be what Mally just kind of bridged to. I kind of I would like to hear your thoughts on this real real quick. I feel like it this story had a very heavy male gaze uh in the language. Um what are mm-hmm. your thoughts on that? I <clears throat> Oh, damn. I went the opposite route. I thought it was completely the opposite. Um I thought it was really interesting that for a story that had so much like things that could be turned into something erotic, it was interesting how it never did. And it was more about like her, like the way that the queen was handling it. It was very much like she was in the driver's seat of all of the scenes. Even when she was being told what to do, it was her that was like rationalizing everything and kind of being like, I mean, this is kind of weird, but I'll do it for my kingdom. Um, So to me, it was kind of the opposite, especially because like she really described the other bodies, but she never goes into detail about how she looks or how, you know, Snow White looks other than like the defining pale, you know, skin and the red lips. And then obviously like the weird shit between her legs. But that's, Uh, you know, like you have to mention that it's super weird. Um, Male gaze is all about looking for that black filth. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why would you say that like that? (laughs) It's such an interesting detail to add into that story. You know what I mean? Because everything else is so typical and then add that. And I'm like, oh, I kind of admire it. I kind of like it. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, not to... I think it's a little... Oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, I think it's just like that type of thing where like fairy tells us stories with like very young character especially when it's like girl characters do about like puberty and like growing up and that kind of like rite of passage quote-unquote rite of passage um and that turning like it's the same thing that they do like with carrie and stuff where like you know as soon as she has her first first her first period and something weird is going on it's like oh it's the beginning of the monster like it's kind of that type of situation 
<laughs> what is Daniel doing? Oh, sorry. No, I was having a bit with Gabe. <laughs> like, we're both on camera. You can't have a, can't have a soft conversation on How camera. How can you see us? We can't see you. God damn it. <laughs> sorry, for the listener's sake, um, I tried to gesture something to Gabe that he didn't understand. So I just, make it, I just started making wild gestures. Continually wilder and bigger gestures. Like, I, don't, I don't follow this at all. Uh, I'm sorry, Mal. I didn't mean to throw you off. <laughs> no, no, no. It's totally fine. It just made me laugh. <laughs> That's an interesting point. I can, I, I kind of get that. I guess it just like to me, there is a level of necessity, and then there's extra. <laughs> and I was like, it's that little sure. bit extra that like uh, it was just, I don't know. There was always, there were always <laughs> m- male-driven actions, and I don't know. It's not always like that. Anyway, yeah, she was always in control. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's anything else. I don't know. I think it just... Uh, it's, a, it's a boring no, no. conversation. Yeah, no, it's no, a boring that, conversation. Point to, bring it up. Excellent point to bring up. But um, I wanted to kind of piggyback yeah. on just real quick on uh, on what you were talking about with like... Yeah, like the the really disturbing things in here were... And that's another thing that kind of reminded me of Stephen King, which Mallard yeah. brought up. Carrie, I've always pointed it out that like Stephen King's horror, he knows that like... Horror only works when, first off, you're generally concerned about the people who the horror is happening to. That's where horror is. Mm -hmm. And also, like, if he really wants to, like, get under your skin and a lot of stuff that gets in your skin, it's, like, sexual in some way. Yes. Uh, Like, if you look at some, like, the really fucking, like, disturbing things in Stephen King stuff, it's not, like, people getting torn apart or whatever. It's It's, like, those weird, gross, like, sexual moments that kind of, like, seep in through things. And they're not, not, like, I think it's easy to misconstrue that as, like, threat of sexual assault, which is not the point. The point is always that, like, when when you incorporate the threat of something vaguely, sinisterly sexual, Mm -hmm. then, like, that means the story can go anywhere. Yeah, and it's, it, it kind of makes you very uneasy. You're crossing True. into the taboo. When yeah. tab- taboo will, if it if it is truly taboo, it'll make you uncomfortable, and yes. that's that's like what he wants to just kind of poke you at. Yeah, um, that's very well yeah. said. I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. Achieved. Uh, but, There's nothing um, scarier than nudity you didn't expect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the necrophilia my, uh, my you didn't thing... expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. You didn't expect like like oh no oh, oh no, no. She's dead. oh no pretty sorry no oh, this is going no. that direction yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, to kind of piggyback on, on Katie, my uh, hazy memory was actually the heart hanging from the thing as well. I thought that was really great and, and very mm. uh, very visual very in like evocative. a game kind of way. Yes. Gabe, hazy memory. Mm. Um, I'm going to really enjoy the description of the apples. I don't know why, but I really like the whole <laughs> deal of like being like where her whole ritual of getting on there and then putting a glamour on the, on the apples and everything. And her Which whole she said she did it. to herself when yeah. at a bridge before, exactly. which is kind of interesting. Which yeah. is really kind of a really, like, like a little subversion there. Yeah. But I don't, I, I, that was the, a bit of the tactile imagery that I think I really liked more than I liked um, the, the sexual stuff, which was just kind of, you know, it, it was, was supposed to be unnerving. Yeah. Though. It was yeah. really, really well done, really uh-huh. well written. Like, like the images of like just the, the, countless scars all over the king as he like, yeah. like withers Ooh. away and then you know I, I, I like a good uh, I like a good like witchy very evocative kind of like sexual energy to it like, very very interesting yeah the, sure. the apples are interesting the apples are always described in organic words yes yeah like this like particularly mm-hmm. like skin and everything so, mm-hmm. yeah, those yeah. Are cool. so yeah so yeah so sweet we- pick mellow Sweet pick, Malu. Good job, Malu. It was fucking much. hardcore. Yeah. yeah, whoa, this this chick's yes, fucking metal. Oh my god. And, uh, whoa. I tell you what, yeah, let's let's put this book aside and not talk about it for fifteen years. Woo. Um, <laughs> I'm in. Katie, uh, Malu, will I you will change your name bring to, it up. Uh, to metal? So it'll be Metal Marones. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. That'd be like really cool. 
good. Also, can you change into black metal Marones just to See, just to even be better. brutal? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, we're gonna we're gonna put this aside and not talk about it for twenty seven years. Just like the uh, the monster that called Pennywise the clown. Yay! And uh, we're gonna Woo. do a little thing called plug. Plug. Throw it to the whip around gals. The whip around gals. Uh, throw it to wi- uh, w- Willow. <laughs> Malu. Uh, <laughs> Willow. <laughs> Should I don't know. From metal to, to Willow. Metal me- <laughs> <You're>, mil- Willow <laughs> sorry, it, it sounds weirdly like it, but I don't know. Um, Malu, not Willow. Uh, Willow. Willow right. now. <laughs> Is it like the fifth element? It's hard to do a podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Malu. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people find you? Is there anything that you want people to check out with you with you attached, or something you want people to see? Yes, of course. Uh, well, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on my account at Malumirones, uh, and there you can find my other two accounts. One is for AP Film, Topic Film School Professionals, hey. our super fun and professional podcast about yes. movies, because clearly we know a lot about mm-hmm. movies. Um, <laughs> and also my art account, Malus Doodles, where I do doodles. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Katie yes. and Kometz. Mm. The cack attack. The cack attack's back, baby. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I think yeah. you should also check out AP Film by Film School Professionals. It is a podcast. It's a film school podcast. Mallow and I are professionally mm-hmm. professors on that show. And we teach you things about movies that we are learning at the moment. And we make each other laugh a lot. And Mallow's sometimes a lot of nicer to me. But only sometimes. <laughs> anyway, you could check us out <laughs> on everywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at Film School Professionals. You can find me on Instagram at Katie Commence. Check out my short film. It's in my bio. And more to come. Ominous. That's me. Ominous. Spooky. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Spooky um, is Malu, my season. Katie, what is your next syllabus? Yeah, Malu, what is our next syllabus as the season wraps up? <laughs> <laughs> We've been put... We've been put on the spot. I was actually going to talk to Katie about this very soon. And weirdly enough, I want to do fairy tale adaptations. Yes. Uh, on film. Catch us out. Do Stardust. Do Stardust. Catch us Stardust. Out. Only if you two will join us for Stardust. Sure. <gasps> sure. Is that the way you want us Yay. to join you in? You can join us every week, any week, whatever you'd like. Uh, that's nice. Film party. Film party. Party <laughs> with movies. Game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 plug. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn. Um, shit. So, yeah, follow AP Film. They're great. Uh, they're a good time. I, I, I laugh all the time while listening to them. Um, check out Aww. Self Evident, Asian American Stories. Um, they're an amazing show. They're going strong under season two. I produced episode three of season one called The Talk We're Supposed to Have. I'm very, very proud of it. It's about my life, and it gets really, really heavy. Oh, fuck. What else do I do? Do I do anything? Um, check out uh, One Bad Mother, part of the Maximum Fun family, where Biz Ellis and Teresa Thorne um, answer your calls and talk to you about parenting and shit. It's a really, really funny show. I'm very, very proud to work on it. And uh, yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram at reed.richards. Mm-hmm. Co-host! Uh, you can follow me <clears throat> on Twitter at Top Gun Radio and on Instagram at Slow Readers. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you can get my fiction anywhere you get your ebooks, uh, but specifically on Amazon in paperback format. They are A Cook in the Kingdom and The Shadow from the Deep. Uh, and also you can check out all the fun little podcasts that I've been helping with little shows such as Doctor Your Death yeah. uh, Do No Harm <laughs> Guru <laughs> which are all on the top 20 new podcasts of 2020 according to PodTrack which is uh, apparently a, an anal- a podcast analytic well, and also the other show that I've got uh, that I was on which was included in that list but included on the AV Club for top uh, 
shows for the year. Uh, that was Jacked. Yay! Uh, which AV Club was nicely to have tied with something else. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 it. That's uh, I'm done. Guys, thank you for coming on our show. We had a bit of a bumpy ride there, hey, <laughs> off and on. But the bumps are half guys. the fun. I don't like editing the show. Come on, it's guys. So yeah. Yeah. Now you have to edit. Ha ha. Uh, well, thank you for so, having uh, us, guys. That was wonderful. Yeah, yeah it was nice, just a lot of fun. Nice Always having, fun. Ni- nice having you. It was really cool to, have fi- to finally have both of you together. It's great. It's it's a treat to have each of you individually. It's mm-hmm. even it's even more of a party with everyone here. So. Aww, yeah. thanks. Aww. Let's party it up sometime so, soon so over sweet. at AP Film. Yeah, we'll come on individually yeah. and together at some point. We'll talk about Clive Barker movies. Absolutely. <laughs> Do we have to? All of them. There's like the ones that you haven't even heard of. There's Rawhead Rex. Yeah, Rawhead Rex. You love that movie, didn't you? I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought you liked... What was the other one? No, you liked uh, Nightbreed. Oh, Nightbreed? Yeah, that was a Clive Barker. I don't like Nightbreed. You loved it. I did not like you Nightbreed. You loved it. You were Nightbreed super into it. not a good movie. Ryan liked it, didn't he? <laughs> I think Ryan was lukewarm on it. Oh, yeah, I thought you guys both liked it. No, we just did it for the guy's show. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, uh, that's our show. <laughs> Fucking be cool. Next week, Ooh. we're having our year-end wrap-up. We're going to have some calls from our favorite guests, including the AP Film Gals. Yeah, Ooh. maybe maybe do like yeah. a short little uh, a little little something. Maybe a little re- listicle. To, to read or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. I'll fucking figure it out. Anyway. I don't care. Nice to have you guys. Thank you, Bye. guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Let's see the show. Bye-bye. Keep reading. Top Gallant Radio. Brought to you by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabe Mara.